Hello and welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. As always, like, subscribe, do all the doohickeys that you do hickey do with the podcast and things like that. And while you're at it, make sure you tune in each weekday to News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas, for the Charlie James show. I promise you'll be entertained. Uh, this podcast is about nothing uh, really specific. It is a very general podcast. And the title of it is, We Have Lost Our Effing Minds. And that's the polite way of putting it. This, And, and I noticed something. That wasn't a question. I wasn't saying, have we lost our minds? Are we losing our minds? No. This is a foregone conclusion. It has happened. As a society, we have lost our minds. Common sense, good sense, common decency has all been thrown right out the window. And it is astounding to sit back and watch. Somewhere in history, somewhere in history, if we do, in fact, have a history, if, if this country, if this world is around 100 or 50 years from now even, they will look back at us and they will think, what in the world were these people thinking? Look at everything they had the opportunity to stop and they did not do it. And I don't listen now. I am. Remember, I'm painting with a very broad brush here today. I'm not. But I know there are people out there that go, oh, this doesn't apply to me whatsoever. You're right. It doesn't apply to you. But as a society, everything that I'm about to tell you is absolutely true. Now, remember, if, if this doesn't apply to you, then just let it roll off your back because it's not aimed at you. But when you look at what's going on, especially what will start off, we'll just start off with the whole gender ideology BS that's been thrown upon us by the leftist radicals in our country and, 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 and others. It used to be that if a boy thought he was a girl, that was considered a mental problem. And I do believe it still is. I, I, I really do. Because these leftists are always telling you, oh, there's an unlimited amount of genders. There's no limit to the gender. You can be non-binary. You can be genderqueer. You can be two-spirit. You can be blah, 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 blah. Fact is, you're male or you're female. And it's got nothing to do with your feelings. We had one gold medal Olympian uh, that said uh, the other day that his testicles do not define his, his masculinity or, or his testicles don't define his gender. Well, no, I'm afraid. No, it does. They do. That's primarily their job is to define your gender. But you got people like, oh, that is so brave. That is so brave and wonderful for you to stand. No, it's psychosis. But the, the the worst thing about this isn't even that individuals are standing up and saying that I identify as ABC. They're now encouraging others to identify as ABC. There was a teacher the other day that said, uh, and, and, and she might be suspended. Hopefully we'll get an update on this in the coming days. This teacher, she was a grade school teacher 
that said, she posted a picture of herself on social media, and the caption was, another day, I have another day to convince some student that they're gay. Oh, 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 is that your job? Is that in your job description, Miss Teacher, that you get to sit there and, 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 and persuade someone confuse these kids at a very vulnerable time in their development that they are what you want them to be? Because apparently that's what this woman thinks. Now, remember, it wasn't long ago that teachers were complaining that uh, parents were not involved in their child's education enough. Now, they said that because, oh, let's see, um, students weren't learning how to read. They weren't learning how to write. They weren't learning how to do math. They weren't learning. They were learning hardly anything in school. So obviously it was the parents' fault, right? Because the parents weren't involved enough. Well, then came COVID. And now... Parents started seeing exactly what was being taught in these schools. And parents were like, wait a minute, hold on. I think I want to be more involved in my child's education. So how did the teachers react? And again, painting with a broad brush. How did the teachers react? Did they go, oh, thankfully, finally, you're involved in your child's education. That's what we've been wanting for so long. No, they didn't do that at all. You know what they did? They decided to completely do a 180 in reverse course and say, you know what? No, you parents have no say whatsoever in your child's education. When these kids are at school, they're ours. They're our kids. And we will teach them what and how we want to. And then when, when parents started getting upset, what, what did the government do? Our wonderful United States government. Well, the uh, National Association of Teachers Unions, they sent a letter to Merrick Garland saying, hey, Merrick, we really wish you would consider these uh, parents who are standing up at school board meetings to be domestic terrorists. So what did Merrick Garland do? He did exactly that. He sent out a memo, uh, memo saying that parents that get upset and speak out at school board meetings, you are now considered domestic terrorist. That's what the government did. Great point. Great illustra illustration of how we've lost our minds in this country. And all of this started because a father dared to stand up in, in, in Loudoun County, Virginia, and protest at a school board meeting because his daughter was raped by a, a, a boy pretending to be a girl. So because this boy pretending to be a girl was allowed in the girl's bathroom, he raped her. What did they do? Did they send him to jail? No, no, mm -mm, didn't do that. They, um, they transferred him to another school. Guess what happened at that school? He did it again. And what did the father get? What did the father get in this whole thing? You know what he got? He got manhandled by the police and thrown out of the meeting. That's just one of many examples of how we have lost our minds. History is not going to look back on us favorably. 
They really aren't. They're going to sit back and scratch their heads and say, yeah, um, these people were idiots. These, the same way we look back, and we'll get to this more in depth on this coming up in just a second, but we will look back on what's happening right now the same way that we looked back on Germany in the 1920s and wondering, why didn't they do something? Why, did, why didn't they stop Adolf Hitler? Why didn't they all gather together and just all collectively just beat the living snot out of the brown shirts and drive them out of Germany? Why, why didn't that happen? Well, why isn't it happening now? Because the masses are easy to control. And if there's one thing the liberals have found out, it's how to control the masses. The number one thing you've got to have is an enemy, a common enemy. That's why the, the, the Democrats always pretend like the Republicans are the bad guys. The conservatives are the bad guys in this country. And you've got to fight the conservatives. Why? Hmm. Let me think. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, well, they're racist. Hmm. Oh, well, they're sexist. They're misogynist. They want to cut your benefits. They want to, they want to, you know, they want you to lose your jobs. These are just rich white guys that are controlling everything. When actually it's not true whatsoever. Not true whatsoever. The average white liberal is the most racist person on this planet because they feel like the uh, communities of color can't do anything without their help. And so they have this, literally, the white knight syndrome where they uh, ride up on their shining steed with their glistening armor and rescue the people of color uh, in their communities and, and do what? Where, where are, uh, has anything improved? No, uh-uh, it hasn't. Because they're liars. They have no intention on improving the quality of life for anybody except themselves, period. I remember seeing a documentary about Martin Luther King Jr.'s march across the, uh, the Bettis Bridge there in, uh, in Selma. And they interviewed this old uh, man. He was sitting on the porch of his house, and the reporter went up and, and they talked to him. And, and, and I remember when they were uh, basically reenacting this walk, uh, Bill Clinton was there. And, oh, it was a great thing because Bill Clinton, remember, he was the first black president because he went on uh, the Arsenio Hall show with uh, Wayfarer sunglasses and played the saxophone. And they asked this uh, elderly black man, they said, they said, what did you think about this? And he, saw, he said, oh, I just thought it was so wonderful. He said, I was sitting on this same porch when Martin Luther King Jr. walked across that bridge. Now, this was in one of the most impoverished areas of that community in Selma, one of the most impoverished areas of Selma, Alabama. And this man was sitting on the same porch that he watched that march happen as a child, as a young man. What has changed for him? He's in the same house. Nothing has changed for him. But for some reason, the Democrats are very good at pointing out a common enemy with the people that they themselves are trying to oppress. And nobody's getting this. Nobody's understanding this. All you got to do is look at what, what's happening in communities all over this country right now. The crime rate is absolutely staggering. 
And if you if you even bring up the crime rate, what do they call you? You're a racist. You're a racist. If you even bring up the fact that inner cities are just rife with crime, you are racist. They've even gotten so far is that when police do reports on a suspect, they leave out race because they don't want to be seen as racist. The, the number one identifying factor in someone's appearance is the color of their skin, and they leave that out of the description of a, uh, a possible perpetrator. Have we lost our minds? Yes, we have lost our minds. Now we've got what's going on over there in uh, uh, over in Israel. We've got this happening. And all of these uh, bleeding heart liberals are actually pulling for Hamas. Hamas that went in on October the 7th and slaughtered just thousands. Well, it was like 1,400 Israelis. We're talking about children, infants, the elderly, the defenseless. They slaughtered them in ways that are too graphic to even describe, certainly too graphic to even think that a a human being could do that to another human being. But they did it. And then what did they do? They scurried across the line and they went down in their tunnels and they went down in tunnels under hospitals and they continued shooting rockets at Israel. And then what happens? When Israel responds, all of a sudden they want a ceasefire. But see, this isn't just about that little strip of land over in the Middle East. It's not about that. It's about the ideology. They don't want the land. They want to impose their ideology on that section of the world. But it's not just that section of the world. They want to impose their ideology on every section of the world. When somebody gets up in New York, like I've been playing this clip over the past couple of weeks uh, of this guy in New York talking about how Islam will be in every home. Do you think that's hyperbole? Do you think that's just some guy, you know, uh, blowing off steam? No, they mean it. Played a clip today on the show of this woman talking about hail to the martyrs and how wonderful the martyrs are and how every member of Congress is is going to be uh, brought up on charges before the courts and all of the mainstream media are going to be brought up on charges on the courts and all of the, the, the Jewish institutions are going to be destroyed. Do you think that was just hyperbole? No, they mean it. But for some reason, these Democrats are more than willing to go along with the ideology of Hamas. When when Hamas says, from the rivers to the sea, Palestine shall be free, they're literally talking about the eradication of the Jewish people. But now the liberals are just making excuses. Oh, that's not what it meant. No, it means something complete. It means something. It's like aloha in Hawaiian. It means something different to everybody. When the imams shout death to Israel and death to America, do they mean it? Yes, they mean it. But the liberals are trying to pass this off as just some sort of a saying. Even when the imams and the ayatollahs come out and go, you know, this is, this is not just a saying. We actually mean that. The Democrats look at you and go, no, he's kidding. He doesn't mean it. He doesn't really mean it. They mean it. They mean it. How have we gotten here? 
we've gotten here because of two things. Liberals and rhino Republicans. And the one group of those that I despise the most are the rhino Republicans. Because you were the most dishonest of all. This is the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast.